Hey everyone, it's Wabi. Still at New Era Field in Buffalo, Buffalo, New York. The Vikings preseason finale is in the books. This is the post-game report. Um, some fireworks in that fourth quarter. And uh, a couple of nervous moments because the game looked like it could possibly have gone to overtime. And who wants overtime in the fourth preseason game? Well, even worse than that, the Bills came back and beat us, um, which is not great. What is great, though, is uh, we're ready for the regular season. And um, to get uh, ready for the regular season, the final step was this preseason game in Buffalo. Um, some interesting things happened in the game, particularly uh, with the place-kicking responsibilities, which were split between uh, Corey Vedvik and Dan Bailey, so that was interesting. And now um, that'll be one of the positions that many, many Vikings fans will watch over the weekend as the Vikings cut their roster from 90 to 53. So we'll see what happens with that. We'll see what happens with the RB3 position. We'll see what happens with the wide receiver depth chart. We'll see what happens with the cornerback depth as Mike Hughes um, continues to get closer and closer to coming back. So um, still some questions that we're waiting to see uh, the answers to, and we'll find that out over the weekend. For the time being, uh, the Vikings are in Buffalo now. They will fly back to Minnesota tonight as the front office and the coaching staff pairs that roster down from 90 to 53 players, and then they will get back out onto the practice field to get ready for the regular season opener against the Atlanta Falcons. On Sunday, September 8th, kickoff for that game will be at noon from U.S. Bank Stadium. For now, though, uh, for a little bit of a recap and summary of the preseason finale here in Buffalo, let's throw it to Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer. Okay, um, you know I think uh, for about 52 minutes of the game, uh, we played very well. The uh, time of possession was great. Third downs, yardage, everything was great. And then we didn't play very well at the last eight minutes of the ball game. The uh, punt return and then uh, letting the quarterback scramble on on uh, defense. So those things were not good, but. We'll move on and uh, get ready to play Atlanta. And Mike, how much do you think you can take away from the end of that game, knowing that it's you know so many guys that are out there at the time being last preseason game, some of them might not be on the team. Yeah, I don't take much out of it really. Um, you know, preseason games are preseason games. We go out and play hard and do what we try to do and try to do our best to win. But um, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna sulk about this one. Do you feel like you were able to see enough? game action among players that might still be jockeying for position? Yeah, we played, you know, tonight we, we played a lot of those guys. That, they got a lot of plays in there. And so, uh, you know, I think that's part of the reason why late in the game they, they were gassed a little bit. What's your level of disappointment with the kicking situation and Bedvick missing the, the field goal? Yeah, you know, I don't know if I'm disappointed in it. Um, I, I know that... Uh, uh, he hit one. Uh, he's a talented kid, and uh, and then um, you know Bailey came in and kicked well. So we just have to evaluate and see. Did you run here again? Yeah, not quite as fast <laughs> as the other day, though. I'm working on my speed. Though. Yeah, boy, you should got... get a speed coach. All right, yeah. you guys have a lot of coaches. Maybe the spare one. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I do have an idea for that. Okay. Um, have you talked to this loader? Nope. Okay. What did you think of his performance as a starter? Thought he did well. Um, managed the game better. Um, you know, he made plays. He had the one bad throw, but uh, for the most part, he made plays. Got got the guys in the right uh, places, uh, right checks. For the most part. So I thought he did well. And Mike, 
Kyle said he thought the biggest part of his night was getting the guys in the right checks, getting in and out of the run checks and stuff like that. Have you seen him make strides over the years he's been here, a couple of years he's been here in that facet of it? Yeah, well, you know, it's new offense for him too, so it took, takes a while for him to get get all that. But, um, you know, he's a good athlete, throws the ball well. Um, you know, so I thought he did well. Speaking of the kicking, Offense goes to see Dan Bailey go out there and, and make those kicks that he's Yeah, it was nice. And Dan, Dan's, you know, Dan's a big-time pro. Uh, he acts, treats everything professionally. Uh, thought the ball jumped off his foot, and uh, he did well. What could we read into Laquan, um, you know, playing the first half of the fourth preseason game, some of the players that was you starting, sitting most of your starters? Yeah, I, um, I don't think you can read too much into it because uh, we had – I mean, we had some other guys on defense that I'm sure will make the 53, and uh, they were playing night tonight as well. What do you make of his performance, three catches on three targets? Yeah, it looked like he did well. Um, you know, last couple games he's had opportunities to make plays, and he, he's done it. Is it going to be hard for him to make the team with some of these young receivers that haven't stepped up? or, or just... uh, I don't know. We'll just we'll evaluate it tomorrow and see where it goes. Hey, Mike, you talked about Lineman worthy of making this final roster. How tough do you think it's going to be to pair down that group specifically? Um, I don't. I don't know if ten will make it. Uh, you know, I don't. I, we haven't decided that yet. But um, we have a good group of defensive linemen. Um, you know, and you know, it's always good to keep big guys. You know, big guys are hard to find, whether it's an offensive line or defensive line. Um, because uh, you know you need you need a lot of those guys, so um, we we'll just have to see how it goes. How do you assess Vedvik's chances to make the team? I mean, at this juncture, it's good. We just have to we're going to evaluate everything these next two days and make our decisions and go with it. More likely as the punter, perhaps, or you... I don't know. So we'll evaluate it. What did you observe on the uh, punt return for a touchdown? Was that just special teams breakdown? Did he outkick the coverage, or what exactly? No, I don't think he outkicked the coverage. I just think some guys had some long leverage. And your cornerbacks, how do you feel that they look today with young cornerbacks? Um, I thought they did fine. You know, um, early in the ball game, I mean, they really weren't didn't do much today. The other, the other, the other team didn't do much today. Both Boone and Amir tonight. But. Yeah, the runners are all all did well. Boone ran hard. Uh, you know, he's physical. I liked how he went and chased that guy down after they thought he, the ball was a fumble. Um, he did really well. Abdullah ran ran hard. Um, Blasting game did a nice job. So I thought they all did well. Is there anything special you want Holden Hill to do in the eight weeks he's away? I mean, in terms of training and. Just stay in shape or anything special or what exactly? Oh, yeah, we're, give, we're giving him uh, an itinerary of everything to do. All right, I'm going to bring in now uh, producer Chris Corso, who's back in Minnesota, took in the game, rushed to Twin Cities Orthopedics Performance Center and the radio studio, put this thing together. And um, listen, Chris, I mean, I know some people like to consider the fourth preseason game a little bit of a throwaway, but not you. You're, you're coming away with an opinion on something. What do you got? Absolutely. I really believe um, in that quarterback that we interviewed this week, Kyle Sloter. Um, 
to see Sean Mannion get the night off and have Sloter uh, get one last look at him and see the way he played. He did have an interception in this one, um, but we did see a touchdown as well. We saw a touchdown at first to Brandon Dillon that got called back by a holding penalty, but still um, a good play to see. And then he again um, went and threw a touchdown pass to Amir Abdullah. Third and two, quick pass to Abdullah is caught for a first down. And Abdullah goes all the way in for a touchdown. Walking the tightrope down the sideline. Um, he's just a resilient guy. I love his energy out there. I loved his energy when he spoke to us this week. Um, let's hear what Kyle had to say after the game. Happy with the effort that my guys gave. and uh, Again, just really happy for the guys that I got to play with. And We got a lot of good time out there to mesh and grow as a unit. Um, so I, I felt pretty good about tonight. In terms of you personally, you know, you obviously had some ups, the touchdown there, but you had your first interception there. How do you feel you did individually? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I'm i not really one to look at the individual stats of it all. Uh, you know, I, I felt like I knew what I was doing tonight, and I, you know, mostly just wanted to show that I can operate the offense and that I continue to get better in that area. And, um, you know, I really wanted to improve in the run game and getting us in the right plays and the checks, and I felt like I did that really well tonight, and I feel like that was the biggest uh, improvement that I made. Um, but again, uh, the individual stuff is not really something I look at. I feel like as a unit, we moved the ball really well. We converted some big third downs, and we didn't have any three and outs. So I think that's important. Collectively, how do you feel about all the preseason performances you put out there going back three years and depending on where your future takes you here next week? Yeah, you know, I, uh, I've just tried to put my best foot forward in you know, the three years that you know, I've been doing this, and I feel like I've managed to do that. Uh, so, you know, I'm, it's always a tough day, you know, for – you know, it's, it's been tough for me in the past with the Broncos, uh, and then I landed in a good spot, and then, uh, you know, you lose some guys along the way, some friends that, you know, some bonds, but that's just the nature of the business. You know, they got to, unfortunately, they have to make cuts, but everybody here is deserving of making the team, and uh, really proud of the way that everybody worked. Um, you know, it's uh, it's definitely a tough day no matter what happens, you know, whether you're the guy that goes or someone else is. Are you confident you'll be on the 53 Saturday, or do you think it's an up-in-the-air type situation? Um, I don't know. I mean, it. That's, again, you know, I, I don't really like to speculate at things. Uh, you know, I, I really just put my best foot forward, I feel like, and, you know, that's really what I'm leaning on. You know, whether I... Hopefully I get to stay, but, you know, if I am one that has to go, then, you know, I can leave with my head held high, uh, knowing that I put, you know, all my heart and effort towards, uh, you know, trying to better myself in this game. All right, so there's Kyle Sloter from Buffalo after the game. And if you want to hear more from Kyle Sloter, including a little human interest side of the young quarterback and, and how his path through the NFL, through college football, all guided him and, and had him end up here at the Vikings, listen to this week's episode of the Minnesota Vikings podcast. Kyle Sloter was our guest. Also, if you're a fantasy football player, you'll love the Minnesota Vikings podcast uh, from last week because Paul Charchian, the godfather of fantasy football, was a guest of ours and joined us on the Minnesota Vikings podcast. So make sure you go check that out. Another thing you should check out, if you didn't take in the preseason finale broadcast on TV or radio, you should. And Specifically go back to the third quarter. Vikings GM Rick Spielman came into our broadcast booth, sat between Pete Bursich and Paul Allen, took my seat, and Bursich and Allen continued. Uh, he or, took or your proceeded. seat. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He took my seat. I mean, I gave, I gave up my seat. And, uh, and PA and Bursich asked him a bunch of questions about the team. It was really cool. I thought Rick um, 
uh, was really comfortable and was um, not not too revealing, but gave lots of good insight into um, you know the process that the personnel department and the scouts and the coaches go through, uh, not just all year round, but particularly in the preseason. So go go back and check out the broadcast and listen to Rick Spielman in the third quarter. All right, that's going to do it for the post game report. The preseason is over. This post game report is over. The regular season is right around the corner. Make sure you stay tuned to Vikings.com all weekend. You will be the first to know all the breaking news and the first to see the Vikings 53-man roster, which will change even after Saturday. The practice squad will be established. The Vikings will scour the waiver wire, perhaps claim some players. Maybe we'll make a trade. It's always a busy weekend in the NFL, and the Vikings always in the thick of it. So make sure you stay tuned to Vikings.com and all the Vikings social media channels. Thanks, Chrissy, for putting this thing together. Great work, as always. I'm really looking forward to doing this for regular season games, and that will begin next week. The Vikings will prepare for the Atlanta Falcons. Again, that game. Week one, the season opener at U.S. Bank Stadium kickoff Sunday at noon. Can't wait to open things up. For now, though, that's it. Skull Vikings, thank you for listening. Talk to you next time.